Hello, everyone, everywhere. Good morning. It is January 3rd. Welcome to Podcasters for Christ Prayer 2021. Hallelujah. We're so blessed that you are joining us here today. The scripture for today is from Luke chapter 1, verse 13. But the angel said unto him, Zechariah, your prayer has been heard. Your wife, Elizabeth, will bear you a son, and you shall call him John. Let's go to the Lord with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you. We praise you for the opportunity to gather together in prayer, to study prayer, to study how better to communicate with you. Lord, we thank you for this day. We pray for wisdom and understanding in the topics being discussed. We pray for wisdom and understanding in how to deliver this message you want shared with the world. We praise you, Father, for all that you're doing and all that you're about to do. We thank you. We praise you in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. And amen. Hallelujah. Okay, now first of all, well, today we're going to be talking about God answers prayer. You might say, well, of course he does, Brother Bob. Now, we're going to go a little deeper than that, okay? But first of all, let me emphasize, God is not a respecter of persons. You've heard me say this before. What he does for one, he will do for all. What he does for this person over here, he'll do for this person over here. We have his promises on that. Well, now, why doesn't he answer the prayers of every person? Is it up to us to get our faith tuned into his word? Well, Despite what well-meaning Christian people, you know, have have said before, uh, you know, God is for you, not against you. Okay, so many people, for far too long, have been just basically taught wrong. Okay, I had heard from, oh gosh, as far back as I can remember, that you know God was out to get you if you mess up, and that is totally one hundred percent not true. It's opposite the truth of anything. You know, where money is concerned, we'll, we'll talk about that for a second. Where money is concerned, Christians have been taught that, you know, poverty is God's way of humbling us. You know, that people in the ministry have taken a vow of poverty. Then if preachers do get anything, they should give it away. After all, don't they trust God? I mean, we've been taught that Jesus was so poor. You know, that's why they, the wise men had to come and, and give him stuff. Folks, you know, we're taught that Jesus didn't even have a, po- a home to live in. You know, foxes have holes, birds of the air have nests, but the Son of Man has nowhere to lay his head. You know, folks, Jesus came to show us how to be blessed, not to be cursed with poverty. Poverty is under the curse. Go look it up, right? Jesus came to fulfill the Abrahamic covenant. Abraham was rich, Job was rich. David was rich. Solomon was rich. So why would Jesus be poor? And if he was so poor, why did he have a treasurer? A poor man doesn't need a treasure. A rich man does. A poor man needs money. All right? But Jesus had a treasure, a full-time treasure at that. I mean, Judas must have been giving away a lot of money, if you think about it. Because at the Last Supper, when Jesus told him, go do what you need to do, Jesus got up and left. And the other disciples thought he was going out to give money to the poor. How often did that happen in the middle of dinner, right? So much so that they didn't give it a second thought. This was after Jesus told them that one of the disciples was a traitor. So any unusual actions by any disciple would have raised the immediate suspicion among the others. 
But Judas' departure was just such a natural part of their dinners, the other disciples didn't think anything of it. That's how often Jesus is giving away money, and poor men don't give away money. All right. Now, Christians have been taught for so long that money is the root of all evil, but the scriptures don't say that. The love of money is the root of all evil. That's in 1 Timothy, 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 10. Now, it costs money to preach the gospel. <laughs> believe me, with all this internet stuff going on, believe me it does. Just ask your pastor the next time you see him if it costs money to run the church. If you're not on the church board of directors and just think you can show up and all is well, and you give your little offerings thinking others are going to give and that you need the money more than the church does, you are flat out wrong. Okay. Granted, God will make sure that the ministries which are doing his work, I'll emphasize that, will be taken care of, but the responsibility falls to the individual members of the body of that church. God holds each one of us responsible. We've been taught that God allows sickness or calamities to happen in our lives in order to teach us something. That is not scriptural at all. Sickness and disease and calamities are covered under the curses again. And we've been redeemed from the curses in Galatians 3, verse 13 and 14. We've been taught that our children have run from God because of something we did in our past. We've been taught that our children must find their own way. Both of these concepts are not scriptural either. It's our responsibility as parents to pray for our children, to teach them God's ways, to teach them that God loves them, and is there for them when we cannot be. We, but the actual decision of making Jesus their savior has to be their own. We've been taught that we can never know what God's gonna do, but the Bible says the Holy Spirit will show us all things, praise God, John 14, 25 and 27. We've been taught that sometimes, sometimes, God answers our prayers and sometimes he doesn't. But the Bible says God's answers to our prayers are yes and amen. 2 Corinthians 1 verse 20. We've been taught that miracle healings are not for today. They ended at the time of the apostles and all that. that. That God developed medical centers and modern medicine so we wouldn't have to rely on God for miracle healings anymore. The question I have for you is this. Who gave the medical doctors the wisdom to develop the techniques and medicines to treat whatever condition. A medical healing or a miracle is not something we should be seeking instead of you know, utilizing the medical technology that's available. However, if medical technology is not able to treat the condition, don't shut God out of the picture, praise God. If you believe you will not receive a miracle, your prayer will be answered just as you believe. Amen. That's why sometimes Jesus wasn't really sure where their faith was at. So he said, be it unto you according to your faith. And they received their healing. He knew their faith was strong. Amen. If you believe God is able, then he will. That's the bottom line. But I don't want you to think there's a secret formula or a seven-step program, which if you follow, it'll get you the results each and every time that you're looking for. The teaching for 2021 is not designed to do that. That's not what we're here for this year. The purpose of this entire year of teaching on prayer is to develop to you or develop in you the faith in God to believe the prayers you are presenting to God will be answered.
Amen. That's in 1 John 5, 14 and 15. Now, there is no secret ritual, no secret formula. You cannot trick God into answering your prayers. You cannot buy your prayers to get answered. You must operate by faith. Faith in God. Faith in Jesus. Faith in the Word. And this daily teaching is just on various aspects of prayer for 367 straight days. And it's to give you the foundation to present your prayers to God knowing he will answer them. Amen. Knowing that your faith is what activates the word in your life. Knowing that Jesus is the word of God who is made flesh. Knowing that Jesus is always making intercession for you before God in order to get your prayers answered. Amen. Don't shut me down when I'm preaching good. Praise God. But I got to shut myself down. Or we'll keep going. Bless the Lord. I want us to pray right now that God would give us a supernatural understanding of these concepts as we continue to move forward in our study of prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for prayer. Father, we thank you that prayer, we know, is your communication method. You communicate with us. We communicate with you. Lord, we want to have a deeper understanding of this communication method called prayer. We pray for wisdom and understanding to be imparted to us by the Holy Spirit. Lord, we pray that when we do pray for whoever, for whatever, wherever we are at, whatever situation we find ourselves in, we want to pray in accordance with your word. For your word is the truth. Your word is your will. And therefore, we stand on the word who is Jesus. Praise you, Jesus, for all that you've done for us. Father, we give you all honor, all glory, all praise in all things. In Jesus' mighty name, amen and amen. Glory to God. Till next time, this is Pastor Bob reminding you from 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 17 in the Living Bible to always keep on praying. Be blessed in all that you do.